Off the Bench is a podcast created by ASCLS that will discuss the scientific and not so scientific ideas in laboratory medicine. We are joined by members of ASCLS, fellow scientists, educators, and researchers, along with those interested in the profession. We share ideas and talk nerdy. Welcome to the Off the Bench podcast. My name is Justin Hanenberg, aka Flying Lab Rat. And I'm Sophia Chandrasekhar, aka Warbler underscore works. Uh, and I am Galena, who has very limited knowledge of social media and definitely does not have a Twitter account. Galena still doesn't have a Twitter. No, she's got to work on this. That's a I shame. Did, look, I just figured out yesterday how to create an event in LinkedIn. That counts for something. Baby steps. Awesome. Yeah, Love it. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, it's been a while since we've done a recalibration episode. It has. And I think we should do something kind of fun, like right. be fun, at least silly. Fun and silly, silly like a BuzzFeed quiz. Yeah, <laughs> let's let's take it back to the past and you know pull out those early BuzzFeed personality quizzes and see what we've got for the lab. All right, this will be fun. Get to know you both a little bit more. Get to know myself a little bit more, and for our listeners to get to know their hosts. I have one here from Sino. Before we get started with the quizzes, just to let you know, um, we will be posting the links for them in the Connect community. Please be sure to come on and take, a, and take the quizzes yourself. Let us know what you came up with. Does it, do you identify with that? Does it, was it way off? You know, give us a little bit about you. I will say though that BuzzFeed quizzes in general, if you, for those of you that may have never taken them are such a shot in the dark. Some of them are really fun to do and some of them are absolutely, absolutely worthless. Um, so the fact that we even found a lab related BuzzFeed quiz that was fun to take is kind of impressive. I feel very seen that BuzzFeed would include us this way. Right. <laughs> Like what you're saying personality quizzes online are total not not accurate at all. Who would have thought? Right? Like who <laughs> who would have thought that's something that's just like, oh, give us your favorite color. This is your personality. You should live in this state. Look, Sophia, you and I have gone through the leadership academy. Uh, and we spend, I think, two days in the uh in our first meeting, uh, taking a lot of really valuable. Um, Myers-Briggs type communication style, leadership style. Uh, maybe a lot of you or some of you out there, even in a psychology class in the past have taken Myers-Briggs. Um, what, what other, there's the DISC test. Taken um, um, uh, the anagrams or an, an anagrams, I can't pronounce it. The one with the numbers, one through nine. Uh, the spark type, I've taken both of those. Those are hot topics of conversation in my lab for a while. At our at our facility, we had to do, um, gosh, what I want to, it's something about insights where there are four colors. You're brought into four colors, blue, red, yellow, and green. And they uh, help you um, define who you are and who you communicate and, and how you like to be communicated with and others to speak to you, how you work. It's kind of like an all-encompassing quiz. So I know organizations do a lot of you know, team building and valuable kind of work, you know, those, those tests usually are, I want to say at the very least, like 40 plus questions. And they usually give you an output of like three plus pages. We're not here to do that today. We have found, we have dug into the depths of the interwebs and have come out with pretty generic lab related quizzes uh, anyone care to share what our three topics are? So the first one that we have is on Sino.net, and it's trying to find which piece of lab equipment best fits your unique personality. So lab I equipment. Up, yes. If I come up to being a squishy pipette, I don't know how I feel <laughs> about that. At least I'm old and reliable. All right. So what piece of lab equipment are you? This already sounds like it's going to be, again, general lab equipment. Hopefully we all know what equipment they're talking about. And it's going to, not going to be some uh, obscure, um, you know, research lab piece of equipment that's actually a target ad for a company. <laughs> Let's find out. 
Well, right now I'm seeing a bottle, I'm seeing a Bunsen burner and a pipette. So I think we're on the right track. We've got three people here. So if whatever we get, it will be statistically significant to know if it's accurate or not. Let's get going. <laughs> All right, so first question, how would you describe your lab work? Is it A, rest is for the week, science needs me, work hard, play hard, nine to five and not a minute longer, or meh? I feel like off the bat, none of us are nine to five and not a minute longer. We're all part of ASCLS. There's no way that's us. Let's be honest here. <laughs> it's question true. Is, the question is, is whether we're work hard, play hard, or if we're rest is for the week, science needs me sort of style. Or lab work enthusiasm is dependent on the day. All right. Oh, some days yeah. you're just stoked and some days you're not. So I'm going to answer how I'm feeling today. Okay. <laughs> I'm definitely feeling work hard, play hard. I'm also the kind of person that when that out of office message is up, I am out of the office, but I'm going work hard, play hard. I'm going restless for the week. I have a bad habit of checking my emails when I'm even out of work. Okay. Uh, um, it's the it's the evening. I'm going to go with meh because we are, instead of working, recording a really fun podcast. Okay. True. Fair. Fair. So then Ooh. next question, what internet browser do you use? So I'm a big Firefox user. Hang on, hang on. We just have to say what the, what the choices are here because there's two here I have not seen in a long time. We've got Chrome, we've got Internet Explorer, we've got Firefox, we have Safari, then we're pulling out Opera, and then we got WAP. I have not seen WAP in forever. Opera is a close second. Wow. Opera, I'm surprised. And WAP, Opera. I mean, the picture on there is a Nokia phone, <laughs> like the green screen that looks like SunQuest reverse colors. That's look, I don't even know what Opera is besides the host of a TV show. Okay. So uh. yeah, that's, <laughs> as close, that's as close as it gets you guys. So I don't know. We're going to go with Safari and call me out for being an Apple user. I'm going with Chrome. Firefox. And yet again, I'm curious how they're going to, how they possibly correlate the different lab equipment to internet browsers in terms of uh, uh, correlation. Does correlation, causation, how do those two relate to each other? Not sure. We'll find out. If you're if you're if you're somehow end up clicking WAP, I bet you're a mouth pipette. That's it. I'm just saying that. <laughs> Is that old reliable? Oh yeah, old reliable. I don't know. How reliable was I guess WAP? That's not very reliable. I don't know. All right. I think the next question is a little bit more related. So how do you organize your scientific data? So four options here. You know, hey, what's wrong with the napkin note? That's fine. Um, or I keep most of the important stuff logged, but the actual work is more important, like focus on the task. Um, I keep a very tidy lab notebook with all of my experiments or, you know, not to brag, right, rub the shoulder, but I use an electronic lab notebook to store all of my data. And I know I'm that last one. I, I am that uh, important stuff logged, but I got to do the work instead. I don't know that any of these apply to me. I have at any one point, both post-it notes and team tasks and outlook, outlook tasks. I've just, uh, it depends on the need. I, I think I have to be what's wrong with napkin notes because some days it's just, it's just like that. <laughs> depends on where I'm at. <laughs> and I think that's like, you know, depending on where you are in the lab, like you may not have time to be True. linking all of your Excel templates to places. Um, you know, you just got to run with that notebook full of yeah. post-it notes and that's what you got. Exactly. I know, and uh, you know, when I worked in the laboratory setting, uh, we didn't have actually even post-it notes. We would just take um, paper that was scrap paper, obviously with no PHI on it, rip it into tiny little bits and would always have that available at every one of the computer stations to take notes on. Uh, and goodness, it was used by every bench all the time. The moment you run out of those papers, you have to go rip up some more because that is how you, how you manage 
really important stuff. Like I got to make this phone call. So those are nothing gloves are for. They're right on the back of your glove. Sharpie on the back of my hand. Yes. Works great. And, and for reference, uh, you, for those of you that are listening, I don't know that our intention is to read out every single one of these questions because you guys need to have some mystery and joy in filling out your own answers. We're just trying to give you an idea of what type of questions uh, will lead us to ultimately who we are as people and rather who we are as lab equipment. <laughs> More important question. <laughs> So this next question, and actually the next couple questions, just to save some time here, uh, we're not going to read them out loud to you guys because we want you guys to take them and tell us what you thought and tell us what you did as like how you did as well. So for the next like five questions, because I think there's like six left, let's do the real quick. Clicky click. Clicky click. click, click yeah, click, this click. one on shapes is going to be very difficult to explain through a microphone. <laughs> and as a preview, is good. There's a question on stress. There's a question on what movie genre is your favorite. Ooh. I will Ooh. say, I will say movie genre mine is sci-fi. If anyone wants to talk sci-fi, just you know, just hit me I like up. It, I mean, it, this is another one I'm with Galena. I like depends on my mood. I really enjoy comedy, but horror. I love a good janky, like low budget horror film. Oh, those are those are like so bad they're good. I love those. Sometimes, so, but I also love the creativity of what people can do with like $150,000 on a film. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. One of the other things that I found about these quizzes is often they like to ask you to pick a song or an artist or something um, of that sort that describes you or you love. And I find it interesting that you can tell what generation it's geared to because instead of a, like a diversity of artists of, you know, 80s, 90s, 2000s, it all seems to like stay in one area. Um, I don't know if that's the case in this one, but it's in another quiz that we have where I'm like, okay, I only know one artist here. Great. <laughs> I feel like this one's pretty good. It, it tends to have like a overall, like the really popular songs, like mm -hmm. you got yeah. under pressure, you got ice, ice baby. And you know, you, you get a good, you get a good range. I like Despacito. That's what I went with. <laughs> I went with Are you guys pressure. done? Are you guys done with your? I'm done. Almost. On the ideal vacation, following fields, most familiar. All right, getting my results. Drum roll, please. All right, Sophia, what'd you get? Are you a pipette? I got a QPCR cycler. Ooh. Yeah. Do you want me to read the description? Sure. Uh, congratulations. You're a QPCR cycler. Sensitive but clever, you value precision and expertise of the workplace. You always adhere to the highest standards and operate at 105% efficiency. Uh, maybe more like 105% work, but not like efficiency. Uh, you're a control freak at work, identifying the tiniest of errors and blowing them out of proportion. Ha. Mm, mm, okay, I feel a little called out for that one. Uh, you cycle regularly in your free time in order to maintain your consistent curves. You get along with the centrifuge. You can't stand the old pipette. <laughs> so so guess who got yeah, the old I just reliable? Need... Are you that the old pipette? I'm the old pipette. <laughs> How and why, I don't understand, but apparently conservative by nature, but go with the flow and press hard enough, bit road bound. I feel a little, call, a little called out about this too. I mean, saying that I'm not good at holding my liquor, but I can always give a tip. Like, uh, I get along with the pH meter, but I can't stand the QPCR cycler. I'm not so sure about this quiz. Yeah, I was gonna say, I like you, Justin. So here's the thing. I wonder how many options there are total for the different lab equipment, because I got pH meter and without reading what that's all about, I get along with the old pipette and I can't stand the PCR cycler. <laughs> wow. I, yeah, I'm so just going to go stand in out. my corner. <laughs> I'm just going to go stay in the corner and cry quietly. <laughs> You're not going to cry quietly. You're just going to be running them COVID samples. <laughs> Just you have nonstop. Just yeah, I'll have a meltdown as I'm running these samples. That's I mean, that's what everyone's doing nowadays, right? That's that's just the, the trends now. 
goes crying yeah, in the like walk-in fridge. Melting points. Right. <laughs> you know, uh, and you know, I feel in I I don't feel very valued in this because uh, Justin. Well, Justin, you're a pipette, right? Like we're pipetting in many departments, right? I can think of coag, heme, right? Like your sed rate pipetting. Uh, molecular, you're just pipetting all the time, right? And Sophia, PCR, again, COVID testing, amazing, along with, of course, many other tests. I'm a pH meter, okay? Medical lab scientists, I don't think we really use a pH meter anymore. I remember using it in my research. Uh, and what it says about me is I'm very well calibrated and perceptive of changes in your environment, but too much change at once will quickly throw you off balance taking you ages to get back on track. I strive to maintain balance in my love life, but find it hard to get out of acidic relationship if the chemistry is there. Wow, look at all the really cute analogies to science. Wow, and you got some relationship advice with that. Yeah, and then it says, oh, and you never go past first base until the third date. So I, I mean, you guys, if on a scale of a uh, 10 out of 10, how would you rate the fun content of this quiz? I would rate the fun content about a six. Um, it, it, there were fun questions in here. Some of it, I was a little like wondering how this would work. Um, yeah. I think I would give it maybe a seven because some of them were more unique questions um, in terms of being called outness. I don't know if 10 out of 10 is the right one, but I do feel called out by some of this. You guys, I think I feel closer to like a nine or a 10 because not only the, the questions were unique for sure, everyone, you should go take this quiz, but also the responses or your results were very well thought out and very clever. And I think that's hard to find in silly online quizzes. So I appreciate the effort, especially that it does a compatibility guide. Um, so now I know who my friends and enemies are. <laughs> so basically, go make everyone in your lab take this test, and then you can find out really who gets along with who and whether the click should be the click. <laughs> you you guys don't need communication quizzes. You just <laughs> need to take a which lab equipment are you quiz. Maybe if that doesn't work, we can go to the next quiz, which is all about which immune cell you are. Ooh. Oh, it's so cute. All right, it's so it's this... adorable. This has like little cells up top dancing around. They got googly eyes. That's cute. Yeah. So this one is from Stem Cell Technologies. Um, and the first question here is asking, you're at a party. What are you doing? And I'm looking at the options here. And I'm either between showing off my latest thrift store finds or I haven't left yet. I'm still deciding what to wear. <laughs> I, I think I'm helping the host set up and clean up because I'm one of those people. Our other options are starting arguments with people. That sounds like a lot of work. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that friend that always talks politics. Ooh, Ooh. yeah, touchy, touchy mm. stuff. Mm. Uh, you know, or uh, frustration of supply chain shortages. I feel like it would be really easy to create uh, our own medical lab related things that we're going to be talking about. Um, be reminiscing about last year's party. Well, last year, there were no parties because we were far too deep in a pandemic, I feel like. Um, so, you know, I, Sophia, I'm going to help you host, uh, host, set up and clean up. Sounds yeah. perfect. Let's do it together. While you're doing that, I'm still figuring out my shoes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So next question, you're in charge of a team event. What are you most likely to plan? Uh, so we've got a scavenger hunt, a volunteering event, a fashion show, a show and tell, and a trivia night. I am a scavenger hunt person. You guys, I've done so many. I've made so many because they're so much fun. You know what this sounds like? This sounds like a list of things to do during lab week. Yes. Oh my. 100%. My, uh, my first um, place I worked at in the lab, we had a lab week planning committee. I don't know. Did you guys ever have that? I'm on mine. 
unsurprisingly. It, yeah, it was part of our lab week planning committee. We came up with a few games. We yeah. had, uh, we did have a costume contest and other things and dressing out with different lab equipment um, and our lab coats as well. That was fun. So fashion show check. Um, we at my lab um, volunteered together for Feed My Starving Children during lab week. So check there. I feel like scavenger hunt is such a staple in labs. Um, I took a bunch of those BioRad um, uh, and the ortho, like the BioRad QC, how it comes those beautiful plastic caps that everyone like collects. I saved a bunch of those and I would write letters and numbers on them and I taped them all over the lab, but I was especially mean. I would tape like a dark blue against a dark blue background and an orange one on something that like fit it exactly. And if people were able to figure out the message, which was always something cheesy, like, you know, you're totally awesome or something, I'd have candy that they could get if they turned it in. So I, I love scavenger hunts. So basically if you, if anyone listening needs ideas, for lab week planning, uh, you know how to reach out to us via comments on our podcast uh, or via someone's Twitter handles, and we'll we'll help you out with some ideas. Or Not me though; place. I don't have Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> to be remedied. All right. Next question: Where would you like to go on vacation? Secluded cabin by the lake doesn't really matter as long as as long as I'm with lots of friends, an all-inclusive resort with a good buffet, or somewhere new and life-changing. Not so much about the all-inclusives. I feel like it's always lower shelf alcohol and the food's like, meh. Um, I, I, you know, there's lots of places I'd like to go, but I'm, I want to be with friends. I always keep, I'm trying to connect these questions again correlation causation what's going on how are they going to tie this together to what immune cell are you so i'm i'm as i read these i'm trying to attribute them to different immune cells you know an all-inclusive resort with a good buffet seems like a pretty macrophage thing to be into uh globbling up all the food um secluded cabin by a lake what would that be like a base of stem just... cells sitting in the bone cell. yeah by themselves <laughs> enjoying it far away yeah um you know i'm thinking the lymphocytes probably the one that's like we'll go anywhere we just want to be together oh Someone yeah with lots of friends yeah but what's somewhere new and life-changing because that's what i'm clicking hmm i don't that's... know why don't you pick it sophie and we'll find uh, out yeah we'll find out okay <laughs> All right. Favorite part of the paper to write? None. None. Not, not <laughs> applicable because we, we're med lab scientists. And I feel like if we're working at a hospital, we're not writing papers unless we're in a research-based lab. There is something I want to write the discussion and let's, let me, let, what's the message and the story we're trying to tell in this paper? There's one of the, one of the answers is maybe the abstract, maybe the discussion. I'm not sure. Kind of, uh, <laughs> for, for those that are indecisive and again, um, guided by daily moods, which I feel like, I mean, that's a lot of people, including me. There's one here that says figures using images to tell the story. The fun part, unsurprisingly, I'm clicking that. That is so you too. So <laughs> this warbler works. Yes. All right. Should we uh, let's skip let's, fast forward? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, Save yeah. Save some stuff for y'all to do. Clicky, click, click, click. Well, we have another question here that does involve like what kind of shows you want to watch, like comedy, action, cooking, whatever's trending. So we're definitely seeing that from the last quiz too. The least favorite part of lab work. I like how one of the options says small talk with lab mates. Like, <laughs> could you be more introverted than that? Ooh, there is a question here that's not really like medical lab. It's more research lab. It's asking, what's your favorite lab technique? And they've got things like tissue culture, like cell culturing and um, Western blot. But like we do do that, but not everyone does that, you know? So it's like a very specific, I feel like. 
in the world enjoys Western blot? Please raise your hand and show yourself. <laughs> no, 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 yeah. no. I love, nope, I do not. Western blot's probably my least favorite. It is messy. It is wet. It is like, it. Give, whenever you get a smiley face, you just want to cry a little bit. <laughs> I think your dog agrees. <laughs> All right. Well, I am. I'm good with. I'm done with mine. I've got my results here. I've got mine. Who wants to go first? Glenn, did you get yours? Yeah, I sure as heck did. Um, you know, I did take this uh, a couple times too, and I must say that even though my answers may have varied a little bit, uh, I'm a helper T cell. Oh, okay. What about you guys? I'm a dendritic cell. Very curious and fascination about the world drives you to constantly seek new experiences. I am a memory B cell, resourceful, reliable, and creativity shines when faced with complex problems. Hmm. I guess I could have read mine. I'm, I'm trustworthy, dependable, and great at motivating others. How, how, how accurate do you feel like these descriptors are of you guys? I feel this one much better describes me. Same. He says that thrive in social settings, always have something to show off to friends and new experiences and trinkets from recent travels. Yeah, that's me. Agreed. I, I like it. I like this a lot more. Plus, I feel there's a little less jabs. I mean, the jabs are great, but I like a little positivity every once in a while. Mm-hmm. And the cute animations really help. Yeah. Uh, it's, we, so fun, random thing uh, at my lab right now, we are slowly sticking googly eyes on everything um, (laughs) of various sizes. Uh, We have stuck them on analyzers. We have stuck them on the pictures of who the analyzers are named after. So like there's a pic, uh, our tops are named after the two main characters and I love Lucy. And so Lucy's got a pair of googly eyes and it's amazing. I love it and having fun with that. All right, you guys, 10 out of 10. How'd you rate this? I like this one. I'm gonna give it a 10. I'll give, I'll give it an eight. I'll give it an eight. I'm also, I'm at like a nine or a 10. I mean, lab equipment. Okay. I guess I'm, I'm going to downgrade the lab equipment down to an eight because it was not medical lab specific. And this one I'll upgrade to a nine or a 10 because we all at some point needed to know what a dendritic, a helper T cell and a B cell did uh, and just remembering to immunology days at school, at least at my pro- program, gives me wonderful nightmares because that was a really tough class. <laughs> it was a very tough instructor and a very tough class. And we surviving that class was the highlight of our medical, my lab, medical lab education. I felt like this one much better described me. Um, I... Definitely rated the other one lower. Getting called an old pipe hat just didn't feel right for me. Um, I didn't really appreciate the relationship advice. I felt like that was a little much. Um, but you know what? It's a, it's okay. It's one quiz. I definitely feel the cells are better at, are a better describer of me. Um, you know, and then I'm curious to see what this next one will do. This next one is interesting. It is a BuzzFeed quiz, and it is. Um, well, you can, you can tell how good of a quiz it is based off the title. Pick seven random things and we'll guess your blood type. Bloody amazing. So scientific. But it's BuzzFeed, so, you know, we had to pull one out. I'm sure there's an algorithm in there somewhere that we can... I wonder, I wonder, I wonder who vets this algorithm. Like, did they have somebody <laughs> remotely in the blood bank transfusion medicine field cross-referencing whether the animal that I chose correlates to my blood type. Yeah. Is there a zebra that we can use as internal (laughs) quality control here? (laughs) While we take this quiz though, um, I did want to ask you guys if you've ever heard of um, this book or whatever called eating for your blood type um, that talks about your blood type and how, what type of food you should eat actually presented. Oh my goodness. I have to look this up now, you guys. Um, Like the idea of eating your diet and channeling your diet to your blood type. If you're type A, type B, 
A, B, or O? Yeah. So it's actually a book by um, Catherine Whitney and Peter J. And it's called Eat Right for Your Type. More than 150 recipes crafted for your blood type. And it basically alleges that the blood type that you have has an impact on how you should eat. And goodness gracious, I, for the life of me, cannot remember some of the correlations they made, but we can come back to it after we figure out whether or not BuzzFeed can successfully guess our blood type. Yes, we'll figure out our blood type and then we'll have to figure out some recipes and see how we feel. Yes, because actually this reminds me of something else I'll bring up after we take this quiz too. Okay. Did you know you can actually use blood as an egg substitute when baking? Yes. Uh, Try Guys, actually. Uh, I don't know if you guys watch Try Guys. Um, They have a cooking without a recipe show. And um, Eugene decided to make a whole episode where I think cinnamon rolls, but instead of egg, he used blood as his uh, base and protein and egg substitute and Apparently it was the most cinnamon roll E out of all the cinnamon rolls there, which is also terrifying. Where did he get the blood? Let's start there. I think it was pork's blood. I know, I but like, blood. do you just go to like, oh, you can go to like, and get you can go to like an Asian grocery store. Like they can, they sell uh, pork's blood, like coagulated pork's blood. And also, I want to So it's say. coagulated. I, the only reason I could think of because you can get that is maybe too. well, like maybe because you have an egg allergy. I guess I'm trying to understand. Like, there's never. I'm a vegetarian, and there's never a moment that I'm like, I can't eat egg, but blood, we're good with. There is so there is something called like a, a blood rice sausage that I personally eat when I was younger, and that's it's actually really good. It's like the blood is like mixed in and coagulated with like spices and things like what isn't haggis also blood? I think, think. So. I think haggis is blood. So it's like, it's like take haggis, but instead of like in a casing, you just have it in a block and you cut it up and put it in soup. So it's a, it's a good, it's an interesting flavor. It adds a different kind of umami to it. Since we're talking about food, I would just like to point out that one of the BuzzFeed questions about guessing your blood type is choose some food. Well, what do you, what do you want me to choose? Like, is it food to eat, food to look at, food that I'm, uh, I don't know. I think they really want you to just go with your first impression here. Okay. It's going to be sushi. Same. Like they've got, so the options here are like soup, burgers, tacos, chicken wings, pizza, sushi, salad, pasta. I mean, you can't go wrong with any of them, but I'm probably going to pick sushi also. I'm not seeing any red velvet cake, which now I'm thinking to make with blood. Uh, that should go up for well. <laughs> <sighs> I'm done, you guys. Let me know okay. you guys. I mean, you are. All right. And I have, I am done. Ooh. All right. It's I'm wrong. still choosing a holiday. Find a hobby. I got to find a hobby. Oh, dear. And a place to visit. And okay, I've got my result. Before we even, I guess here's a good way to summarize it. Did BuzzFeed successfully guess anyone's blood type? No. Terribly off. I would die. No. I would get it. I would have a transfusion reaction for sure. Yep. Same. <laughs> same Justin. Here. Yep. So do we do we mind sharing, Justin? What's your blood type? I am a positive, and BuzzFeed thinks I'm B negative. Ah. Same. I am B positive and BuzzFeed thinks I'm A positive. So I can make, let me see. I can tell you what, what uh, results I clicked on to get this A positive. But Galena, what did you get? Uh, I'm the same as Justin. I got B negative and I am A positive. So I, I really think that they need to uh, reference some transfusion medicine pathologists. I don't know who they need to talk to, but um, yeah, that's not it. I would die. Please, yeah. for any AMT that might pick me up and say, I need a blood transfusion, do not follow BuzzFeed quizzes to determine what blood to give me. Thank goodness for type and screens. <laughs> I mean, for what it's worth, we are an N of three. I think realistically, we'd like at least 20 to have good power in our statistics, but I'm not going to do a correlation study just right now. I'm just going to call that this one is whack. 100%. 
I give this a two out of 10 for silliness and a negative 100 out of 10 for accuracy. Sounds about right. I, you know, it's a fun way to take a quiz because the other ones were not as colorful, not as engaging um, in terms of pictures and photos that it utilized. So BuzzFeed is really good at that, but man, so far off. Yeah, I appreciated the kind of quick at you. It's like, pick something, don't think about it. But ultimately, I find that the end result here was a little, maybe the questions were a bit too random. Yeah. I would like to know if anyone does get it to where it matches their blood type. So again, for anyone taking this quiz and wanting to let us know, please visit our Off the Bench podcast uh, website on ASCLS um, and leave a comment. And then while we're talking, and I know I mentioned this, is Eat Right for Your Blood Type. That is a book. Uh, here is the recommendation for each blood type. So for type O, it's a high protein diet, heavy on lean meat. So basically like keto, you're light on grains, beans, dairy, you're going to be into poultry, fish, and veggies. If you are type A, so, uh, Justin, you and I are supposed to be meat free. So no blood for us. Um, we're supposed to eat a diet on fruits and veggies, beans, legumes, whole grains, Type B, Sophia, you need to avoid corn, wheat, buckwheat, lentils, tomatoes, peanuts, and sesame seeds. So how do you, everything how do you like. feel about that? <laughs> everything you like? Okay. I don't, I don't it also, very much. Well, it also mentions that chicken is problematic. Uh, you are encouraged to eat green vegetables, eggs, certain meats, and low-fat dairy. Man, that sounds like, that sounds like a buzzkill. It, it, yeah, it sounds kind of bland. And as a disclaimer, we're not recommending anyone do this stuff. Obviously, oh, no. like, you know, this is just something that we've read. We're not telling you to do it. This is, we're just talking about these recipes. Don't, and don't they're do not recipes, but like uh, and, uh, foods. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. This is actually zero recommendation. This is an actual book that exists and uh, it was illustrated in 2016. So four blood types, four diets, eat right for your blood type. And I, you know, I want to say that I saw the author of this book on like a random talk show. And I don't remember, and I don't want to um, like misspeak to what they're all about. This is Dr. Peter J. Dadamo. Um, there was, he does list some sort of rationale behind it. So it's not like a random quiz that he decided arbitrarily. I think he has a rationale, whether accurate or not. So, uh, for the curious, um, you know, investigate, but this is definitely not the place that we recommend or, uh, yeah. I'm going to put it into that realm of like, when they were investigating which blood types were more contagious or susceptible with COVID-19. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. um, some theories went, to my knowledge, some theories went out, there were ideas and some rationale brought, but like not enough studies to really say that it was hard science. I'm skeptical in these kinds of spaces. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But fun, fun, fun to look at, fun to think about. Yeah, as long as they like, don't restrict me from chocolate, I think we're okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I just looked at the type AB blood, and it also doesn't mention chocolate. So it looks like across all blood types, we're good on the chocolate. So, so this actually reminds me, and I can't help but wonder if like part of this book and also like this, the quiz that we took for BuzzFeed is kind of based off of like this pseudo, the pseudoscience, kind of like how we have astrology here and parts of Asia that's really big is your blood type being like a huge part of your personality. Like people will say to each other, like when like, you know, people are confessing to their crushes or something, they'll say, I'm AB, like this type. And to say like, you know, you're compatible with your blood type because I am your compatible blood type in terms of personality. Wait, there's, there's blood type compatibility outside of like actual yes. healthcare needs. There is blood type matchmaking, yes. Or at least pseudoscience like astrology, but with blood types. So, cool. so and I 
apologize for butchering this. I am Chinese. I don't, well, I'm Taiwanese. I don't speak Japanese, but I am going to try. It is the Japanese concept of Ketsuiki Gata, which is basically um, saying that different uh, blood types have different kinds of temperament. So according to this website that I'm looking at, it says if you're type A, you're creative, cooperative, stubborn, and uptight. If you're type B, you're empathetic, passionate, passionate, selfish, and erratic. If you're type AB, you're rational, adaptable, and decisive and critical. And if you're type O, you're confident, resilient, self-centered, and unstable. So I can't help but wonder, like, you know, if some of the BuzzFeed is pulled from that, if maybe some of uh, the food stuff is pulled from that as well, because I know when I was younger, my mom used to tell me about how uh, different people with different astrological signs or different years or different chi would eat different things. Like if you were, if you had too much hua chi or like too much, uh, too much fire in your belly, you were supposed to eat cold things and stuff like that. And it's like a lot of that, I know first, I know there's like some holistic thing about it, but I mean, with blood type personalities, that's complete pseudoscience. That, that's, a, that's the equivalent of astrology over here, you know? Yes, I mean, I mean, Sophia, I think you have a dating app idea if you wanted to start becoming an entrepreneur, you know. <laughs> or I was thinking, you know, there's um, that astrology app CoStar, uh, not an advertising for it, by the way, but, uh, it, you know, it does like the the not only the matchmaking, but daily how you are based on your horoscope. Like we could just do one for blood type and we could include in there personality stuff but also like what your menu for the day should be like today <laughs> the moon the mercury's in retrograde today so you need to eat sushi i think like that 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 right there we've we've got something going on i think we get a lot of fans to be able to sign up and do that <laughs> we'll, we'll try it out if anyone wants us to try it out or whether or not we even <laughs> should know. even think about it let us know yeah you know shoot us a message and then I think that the other outcome, at least for me, for these three quizzes, um, it's cool that we found them, uh, but it makes me really want to start one specific to medical lab science um, so we can really make it relatable. Um, what do you guys think? I think that would be amazing. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Let's, so I guess like, what do we want this quiz to be about? Like what, um, what uh, department are you? What lab department are you? I'm starting Maybe. to think it's like the sorting hat for lab departments. <laughs> You're over in hematology. Yeah, you too. Blood bank. <laughs> yeah. So would you like core lab? Uh, you know, we're going to talk about, we could start with chemistry. Uh, you enjoy fixing things. You you enjoy like like Jennings graphs. <laughs> I feel like you have to be a little bit of a jock to be in chemistry because you've got to like, you know, you got to be on your feet and got to be throwing stuff on the analyzer, or like being able to climb into stuff suddenly to, mm -hmm. I don't know, pull a sample that's misaligned on the track or something like that. Not, not be afraid of challenges. I, uh, goodness. I remember, uh, one night I was working a shift where, uh, one of our, gosh, I want to say like a something happened to our analyzer where all the water started flooding the entire department. And oh uh, we had to uh, emergency shut down the chemistry equipment. And it was, it was a whole thing. So I don't know, chemistry, I feel like can get dicey a little bit. Yeah. You know, or you, you know, you destroy a probe and then you got to change that probe. That crunching sound is never Clearly I work chemistry because that crunching sound is horrific. <laughs> we would have, what would we, what would we say uh, for somebody that uh, is a blood bank? Good under stress, um, probably a bit perfectionist in their work. Likes to write Enjoys only in black pen. <laughs> Enjoys living on the edge. Mm. Mm -hmm. That's definitely an area of detective work. Maybe they like doing sud or Sudoku puzzles and crosswords. I feel like because antibody screen patterns, like to me, were always just like a puzzle game. Ooh, yep. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. I can see that. What about what about micro people? Because they're they're different kind of detective, <laughs> but like a growth detective. That's this is not right. Or like, would micro people have to have a poor sense of smell? Like, do you think that if you work in microbiology long enough, that your 
your sense of smell adapts to be dampened a little bit as a coping mechanism for the fact that you're just, there's all sorts of smells in there? I would think that yes. And I think that the person might be more like a parent or motherly in a certain sense. I mean, you feel like you've got all these things growing that you're you're trying to provide a nurturing environment to. You probably do have some funky smells going on. There's a lot of cleanup involved. Yeah, I feel like you're also probably like way more chill, right? So like, you know, oh, well, it's going to take 24 hours. Not like in a good, bad way, but it's like, you know, ah, we'll get there when we get there. It'll be okay. <laughs> uh, you mentioned um, you have to be uh, okay with spills and that also makes me think of like a ua department if you're in your analysis mm. like not faced by liquid spills because by goodness i remember doing plenty of that because at least when i worked at the bench the amount of times it was daily and very frequently that i would get a urine sent to me that was not properly <laughs> capped <laughs> very challenging very challenging to do is to get a tube specimen that has not been capped and now you have to deal with uh, urine in a bag. I wonder if if a UA bench person or a, if UA bench was a person, right? Um, would they be like one of those people who would be like, uh, excuse me, as I go walk in the hallway and just scream for a second and come back, you know, like that kind of like, all right, and now we move on. I feel like you would have to like with all the spilled pee all over your hands and stuff and like the cracked urines, probably you probably just like, hang on, let me go scream and I'll be back. Right. I feel like I also yeah. changed my gloves a little more frequently in UA. Mm. Are we leaving where I think we're leaving like heme coag out? Yeah. Coag, coag. Let's see. So coag can be a lot of kind of puzzle. Like, be, I feel like coag people would enjoy jigsaw puzzles where everything just falls right into place like a cascade? Something like that. Or you're putting the pieces together to find the, the fit of the picture. Stop, <laughs> you guys. <laughs> I think we found a new niche for ourselves in creating medical lab department quizzes. I think I would love to see this come together. Um, I hope that we can get some great comments in the Connect community and talking about this. And it would be amazing to have this put together and see, maybe we can get enough people that we can verify if it's true or not. You know, instead of just like three people looking at it, we have a whole group, we'll have a cohort put together, maybe some control groups. And also like, if, like you know, the other departments that we obviously haven't talked about, because there's so many departments, there's like molecular micro, molecular genetics, immunology, histology, cyto cytology, cytogenetics, like just, there's just so many. And there's a point of care. Yeah, point of care, point of care. I feel like you have to have the patience of a saint to be able to work on the floors with those nurses. You're probably just like the most Zen person ever to have to, to be able to work in point of care. And train such a high volume of individuals. I think that is an amazing, um, and worthy effort. Yes. Thank, Thank you. Shout out to all the point of care peeps out there. I think point of care, like people who are in point of care, when asked as a five-year-old, what do you want to be when you grow up? Probably diplomat was on the list of jobs. Trying yes, to convince, yes. trying to convince, uh, yeah, people, the importance uh, of, you know, QC and properly documenting open and close dates or open and expiration dates. Yeah. The consistency. And explaining, you know, if this is a glucometer that's for blood, you do not test breast milk on this. That's not how that works. <laughs> Cause that has happened. Oh yeah. Oh man. So I think we learned, uh, a lot today from a recalibration episode of, I don't know how, I mean, what have we learned here? I've learned that, uh, Buzzfeed quizzes can't be trusted. Uh, thankfully, I think I knew that lesson before we started on this. <laughs> you sound like a veteran of Buzzfeed quizzes. A few of them. It's the quizzes that are supposed to call me out, not you, Sophia. <laughs> um, I feel like I came out with some nicks and bruises from the first quiz. 
Um, I felt that the second quiz was pretty close and true to me and probably the closest to those of us in medical laboratory. And then, yeah, BuzzFeed was fun, but definitely not reliable. Agreed. And I, yeah, I feel like with the first quiz, apparently I don't get along with you guys, but I I like to beg to differ, you know, I, I think differently, but you know, the second quiz, really cute. I, I would love to go back and actually like retake that one and sort of think about like, I want to click like on all the buffet questions just to see what that gets me, right? Just to see that gets us to macrophage or something like that. And yeah, no one, no one used that BuzzFeed quiz for an actual typing screen. Like we should all know better, obviously, but that was atrocious. So are we going to email uh, these three websites and point out their inconsistencies and inaccuracies? Absolutely not. But are we going to maybe create our own med lab science related quiz? Maybe. Who knows what the future holds? Lots of ideas, lots of fun. Um, Thanks, you guys, for joining us for a recalibration episode. Uh, Look, lots of fun. Hit us up on Twitter, or at least hit me up on Twitter at Warbler underscore works. And you can hit Justin up at Flying Lab Rat. And you cannot hit Galena up because she still does not have a Twitter. So we need to do something about that. I forget. I think we had a challenge of like, I, I want to say like 100, like 1K listenership or something. We need to go back and find out. But if we've hit that challenge, we're going to go ahead and make Galena up Twitter. If not, we're going to keep working to that goal to get her on Twitter. Because she needs to see, like, you know, the, the great, the greatness that is Path Twitter. <laughs> Path Twitter is fantastic and it's a lot of fun to read. While you guys wait uh, for me to get a Twitter, please make sure to go take these three fun quizzes um, and let us know what you got as results. Uh, and if not us, uh, encourage your lab mates to take it because what a fun way uh, to spend some downtime uh, at at work or after work or at lunch break, whatever it is, whatever, whenever, whenever, and however you listen to this podcast. All right. Thanks everyone. And I'll catch you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.